All right. Hello. Hello, and welcome to a bonus episode. This is exciting. This is our first bonus episode. Um, I immediately regretted that accent choice. (laughs) Um, I was was wondering if you were going to... I was wondering. (laughs) Well... It was immediately dropped, so wonder no more. Um, We just recorded our Gone with the Wind Part 2, and then we decided, hey, let's throw in a bonus up because Mariah is passionate about some books she's been reading, so we just want to talk about what books we have read recently. And so, Mariah, if you are ready, would you like to kick it off? I am ready. Okay. So, there's, I love young adult literature a lot. YA is my jam. And so, the author's name is Mary H.K. Choi, and she wrote a book called Emergency Contact, which was her first book, and I loved it so much. It's got all of the characters that I love to write and I love to read about. Like, they're smart and funny and, like, very, like, emotionally complex and awkward at a lot of moments. And it was just really good. And it's basically about this girl who just starts college who's not really close with her mom. So she's kind of just, like, isolated. And then this guy who's a little bit older than her and he works at a bakery. And he's, like, having trouble, like, getting into college, like, because of debt and all this stuff. And they, like, randomly meet one day. And he's having, like, a panic attack. And she freaks out and she, like, helps him because she's, like, a mom character. Like me. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you need to go to the ER. And he's like, no, no, not the ER. It's fine. And she, like, wouldn't let him, like, leave without at least being, like, text me that you get home okay. And so these, like, strangers become emergency contacts for each other. And they, like, end up telling each other about their lives and their problems. And it's, like... They're really intimate, but it's just because they're, like, texting. And so it's, like, breaching this, like, divide that people have usually when getting to know each other. And it's just really good and really smart. And then, of course, the girl, I think her name is Penny. Of course, she, like, is going to school to be a writer because that's what all YA adult or YA novels do because writers love to write about writers. It's just a thing. And it's it's... it's just what you do. It's what we do. It's what they do, you know. And so, like, because she's like, a narcissist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Completely. Anybody who does a podcast, anyone who does a podcast, definitely believes in themselves. I feel very attacked. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My favorite, one of my favorite comedians, she, like, just moved to L.A. And she, like, told her boyfriend, she's like, we're in L.A. We have to get a dog and have a podcast immediately. <laughs> so true. So good. Um, but and so like she's going through like trying to write uh for this um fiction writing class like trying to impress her teacher and he's like trying to deal with his family issues and he's like got a lot of them and it's just I love their like witty conversations I love them as characters and it just was really great And then I learned that she came out with another book and it literally just came out this month and it's called Permanent Record and her second book and it's great. I'm not going to share a bunch about it because it's brand new, but I really liked it because it was a guy main character. So it was different. His name was Pablo, which I like the name Pablo a lot. It's just cute. 
but he's like in New York and he is in like all of this debt. He can't go back to school because he can't afford it. And he's like trying to figure out his life. And it's just really real. Like she talks about debt and like credit card debt and student loans and all this stuff in a really real way that I feel like is important for young people to read about when they're reading their like young adult romance. Like it's just good information for them to have. Like I am fortunate. (laughs) School's not teaching it. It's not. Schools just want you to be in debt. I mean, that's not their goal, but sometimes it is. <laughs> it is. So, um, and so, like, while he's, like, falling in love, and because it, it is a romance. It's adorable. He lives in New York City. There's all this. And it's also, uh, he is a connoisseur of, like, snacks. And I love that so much because I love food. And so, um it's really good and it also was inspiring in a way that I didn't think that it was going to be because everybody has those times in their lives where they don't know where to go and they're like stuck. They're like all the options that they're seeing are like not good options and so the best option is to like not do anything and be kind of just stuck in routine because you know that it's at least working for now and one of the main character's best friends has this really good speech and he's like you can't do that though. You have to move. You have to like make decisions. And I know that you can. And it was just really nice to have that little inspiration in like a young adult romance coming of age. Like it was just a really good message and I really liked it. Yeah. Everyone can relate to that too. Exactly. So, um, but yeah. And then I think the like premise of permanent record is like, he falls in love with this like Instagram Disney star and they end up having, like, a little relationship, and it's, like, dramatic. <laughs> what? Yeah. What is that? What's an <laughs> she, Instagram Disney star? She, like, was a Disney child star, and then she, like, oh. graduated from that to, like, full-on pop star. And she, like, mm. came into the store that he worked in late at night. He's like, it's not a bodega, but it was open 24 hours, so it technically was a bodega. So they're like meat and it's cute. It's a cute meat cute. They talk about snacks. But um but I really liked both of them and I really like her like voice, Mary HK K. Choi's voice. Like she's just a writer that I will be like following for the rest of my life probably. I really liked the way that she wrote her characters. Nice. So, yeah. Go check it out. Permanent record emergency contact and the covers are beautiful for both books like on point all right cool kill kill so do you feel <coughs> like how do you feel she compares to rainbow rowell because uh, that's the one author that i definitely got into hardcore when i tried reading ya rainbow rowell is really great i'm trying to let me see i'm trying to think because i really liked fangirl by rainbow rowell that was like one of my favorites Mm-hmm. I feel like hmm, I feel like their characters are like similar but different. I feel like uh, Mary H.K. Choi's characters are a little bit more intense with like their lives. Like gritty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a little bit. Like, because uh, Rainbow Rowell, like, definitely there are some things that happen to her characters and it's like terrible. Like, like Eleanor and Park, there's some intense things that happen. Yeah. Um, but I'm like thinking of like fangirl and it's like mostly it's almost, Oh my gosh. 
Fangirl is literally about a girl who wants to be a writer in her English class in college. Like, it's almost the same. They're just different. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I feel like even I have started writing those kind of stories of, like, a college student that is new to college right. who wants to be a writer or do whatever. Like, it's just an easy starting point to, like, get to the good gold about growing yeah. up. You write about yourself and your own experience. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm trying to think of a way to describe it. Because one of my other favorite books is Mr. Penumbra's 24-Hour Bookstore. And I feel like the characters are, like, eccentric and smart and wacky. And, like, the jokes that they make mm-hmm. are on another level sometimes. And you have to, like, there's mm-hmm. so much, like, context that you have to have to understand the jokes. Mm-hmm. And that's some of my favorite comedy. And so yeah. I feel like that there's a little bit more of that in Mary H.K. Choi's, like, writing. Just a little bit more. A little more grown-up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love so good. Yeah, Rainbow Rowell is definitely very. She's like her name. Her writing mm-hmm. is like her name. It's like mm-hmm. very sunny rainbows, happiness. It's, it's and very then, cute. I also yeah. just read. She just came out with a graphic novel that she wrote with wrote in like Faith Aaron Hicks. I think did the like comic book stuff for it. It was really cute. It's called Pumpkin Heads, and I just want to be. I'm ready for fall. It's so okay. It's cool. so cute. Those are um, all the books that I've read pretty much so far since we last spoke. I'm in the middle of reading yeah. another one. I think it's called Carve the Mark. I'm really not sure how I feel about it yet. Hmm. Is it another YA romance? It's like, uh, technically, yes. But it's like set in... Hmm. It reminds me of, oh gosh, why can't I remember the name of the show? Firefly, a little bit, because it's like space, and there's a bunch of different planets, and Mm -hmm. all of these, there's like, it's basically, she did a lot of world building that I'm still getting used to. Oh, gotcha. Like, they all, there's all these different, like, cultures that have different traditions, and all these kids have, Mm -hmm. like, some sort of gift, and some of them have better gifts. It's kind of intense. It's by the same lady who wrote, uh, oh gosh, Divergent, which I didn't finish. <laughs> I see. So it's like that she's. gifts thing was sounding familiar. Yep. She's really into the world building and special abilities. Yeah. So we're going to see. I got it on Audible before I canceled Audible because I needed to save money. <laughs> yeah, I just canceled it too. I feel so bad. <laughs> would I? Yeah, I'll probably read up it again. But I, I was letting my credits build up and not even using them. So then I got like three books at once. Yeah, that's what I did. So I'm gonna try and like read all the books that I have, and then I might get it again. I definitely uh, switched it yeah. for a Yandy subscription though. <laughs> nice is it the same cost it's yeah it's about the same cost a month and the underwear are so soft and i love them so me and you sponsor us oh my gosh i want some (laughs) yeah all right (laughs) hey they can both sponsor us we need all the help we can get yeah um 
Yeah. So, um, what books have you or what what I have read? What did you read? So, I listened on Audible, so read, I guess, to um, Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered, which is the My Favorite Murder biography, I guess, or how-to book that the two co-hosts published, and um, it's Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. It was delightful. Um a lot of the reason that I like the podcast is their personalities. So listening to stories about their lives was really fun. And it's done in like an essay format. So like each chapter has a topic and then they both have their parts of that topic and they share stories from their lives. And it's really, really wonderful. And um, my favorite part is probably the part where Karen talks about her mom um, going through um, dementia mm-hmm. and how her family had to deal with that. And it's just like really beautiful the way that she talks about like loss and how you can lose someone before you really lose them. And it was like, ooh, this. She described it as. Um, being in the water and you see a shark coming towards you and it's like the slowest shark attack ever because it's just moving towards you and you know that it's coming um, meaning that her mom was starting to get sick and starting to show signs but it's super far away so then people are like oh don't worry the shark's far away so then everyone kind of calms down for a second but the shark is still coming and you can't like ignore the shark so you always are on edge and it's always there and it's just on your conscience all the time so just like that weight and of her grief like she she is a comedy writer so like Mm -hmm. she is a writer and she just expressed herself really wonderfully in a weird way I like when people are really honest about heartache because it's refreshing because usually in memoirs it's like (coughs) my throat oh my gosh I feel like usually in memoirs like that, it's really easy for the celebrity to be like, well, here's how I lost my virginity and like all that trashy stuff. So it gets pretty real and it's good. It like makes you feel less alone when somebody's being real about something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And they're very open about going to therapy and the value of it and um they have a really unique perspective on um just how people should be treated and yada yada so i really admire them i thought it was a great book so i read that in like two days and then um, the other one the other one that i read is like probably my favorite genre of book Um, other than classic lit which is psychological thriller and it's Mm -hmm. called her pretty face and it is by robin harding and i think i would give it like a three out of five or like a six out of ten because it's not amazing and it's not Mm -hmm. super unique in the premise it reminded it actually reminded me a lot of um 
that one with Blake Lively and Anna Ooh, Kendrick that just came out? A simple favor. So have you seen that? I have not. Okay. It's I really liked that movie. And yeah. I'm pretty sure it's based on a book. So I want to see it. It's the whole like she becomes friends with this glamorous, mysterious woman, and then that mysterious woman goes missing, and then there's all this stuff in her past. So that's not exactly the premise of this book, but she does become friends with a glamorous, mysterious woman, and that woman does have a deep, dark past. So (laughs) I'm not saying that it's copying because I don't know when it was published, obviously. I just mean it's not the most original idea, but that can be okay Mm -hmm. if you keep it interesting and keep the pace going and towards the end of the book they revealed too much too quickly so that I wasn't interested anymore and I was just like okay I guess I'll finish this because I want to finish it there's only a few pages left I still read it pretty quickly because it still is a pretty compelling book just because it is a thriller in its nature but um so basically the plot (laughs) is that Francis Metcalf Um, is our protagonist. She is overweight and super, super self-conscious about that. And Mm -hmm. she's just always thinking about her weight and her size and how she looks. And it's a little depressing. It's like, Mm -hmm. can't she just be an overweight person and we don't have to talk about it all the time? I feel like Mm -hmm. that's something I've noticed in media is like, if a character is overweight and a protagonist, then part of their character has to be talking about their weight all the time. It's like, that's not mm-hmm. how people are. They just live their lives. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there is that. And uh, she has a gorgeous husband, of course, who's way out of her league, apparently. And um, she's very insecure about that. And then they have a son who has some serious... Um, anger issues and he's I think he has a learning disability of some sort oh he he has ADHD and oppositional defiance disorder which is Mm -hmm. where he's defiant all the time Mm -hmm. so um her son pees in the popular girl's water bottle because she was bullying him apparently and they're like really Mm -hmm. little they're like in first grade so it's pretty bad (laughs) and um so, yeah, that's how it kicks it off. And then um, she meets this new mom who has a son, her son's age, and uh, the kids are getting along really great. And so she introduces herself to the mom, and she's, like, slender and beautiful, and she wants to be her, and she's so glamorous, and all her stuff is so nice, and she can afford this nice school, but they can't, and whatever. <laughs> so... Uh, they become friends, they hang out all the time, and then um, this other mom, whose name is Kate, is, like, very self-assured to the point where it's, like, a little concerning. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they go out for lunch one day, and she, like, convinces her to take her wedding ring off, and then these men approach them and are, like, hitting on them, and it's just, like, weird, like, She's being like really wild, but she's just like a suburban mom. So it's like, what are what's your deal? Um, and then she has this the Kate person, this glamorous woman. She has a teenage daughter that she like doesn't care about or talk to or even like acknowledge ever. She Aww. doesn't parent her, and it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's very strange. And it's talked about that like the daughter is a lot like the mom. So it's like she doesn't like her because she is her or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So. There's that whole layer, and it doesn't – I feel like the daughter's character is, like, 
pretty much unnecessary because she doesn't do anything except bring another character into the book. And that brings up my next issue. So <laughs> David um, is this person who is basically stalking Daisy and uh, he's like this man in his 30s and there's this weirdness where you think that he's like going to rape her and you're just like, what is happening? And she sleeps in his bed at one point. I don't know. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I'm going to pull up because I need to get the plot like right. So anyway, um, basically David reveals that he is the – This is tiring. So David reveals that he is the brother of someone who was murdered in the 80s. And then it's revealed that Kate, Daisy's mom, the glamorous woman, has a past. And she basically murdered this man's sister. (gasps) And on top of that, just to like... I think just to reassure us that he was never going to rape Daisy, um, he's gay. So oh, <laughs> there's oh, that. Course, course. It's like, okay, I didn't need that, but I mean, okay. So <laughs> basically he has tracked down Daisy in order to uh, just, I, I don't know. I, he doesn't even know why he does it, and I don't know why he does it. He just wants to look at her, basically. And he's like, you are the offspring of the person that killed my sister. I don't know. I don't, it's, he knows. He I'm just knows. In the worst, describing this in the worst way, and I have 50% battery in my body. <laughs> so, <laughs> are you, wait, did you finish like, it? In the middle, are you still reading it? No, I'm I'm not reading anything. That's the problem is I'm just spitballing. So, no, I finished no, no. I finished the book. Yes. Okay. I finished yeah. the book. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just making a story as I go along. Yeah. I mean, that would so, be great if you were. It's a pretty good yeah, first draft. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a lot more stuff happens, but basically, uh, Kate is evil and, uh, actually something weird. Uh, Francis, this whole time has had this deep, dark secret and she, it's eating her up inside. It's like, what's her deep, dark secret? Cause she didn't kill anybody. No, she did kill somebody. So the <laughs> And guess what? Everyone murdered someone. (laughs) Yeah. And what? So, yeah. (laughs) Basically, when she was a teenager, she wanted to be popular so bad. And she uh, was in the bathroom with these cool girls, and they were huffing paint, spray paint. Mm. So... She did it with them, and she was like, that's so amazing. And then they, like, hung out the rest of the day, and they were huffing paint in the mall and stuff. I don't know. So um, (laughs) then she goes home to her little sister, who's, like, a couple years younger. And her little sister is, like, everything that she's not, and she's popular and well-liked, and she does well in school and stuff, but she still looks up to her. So she loves her sister, and she wants to have fun, and she's like, hey, you should huff this. 
And she's like, uh, I don't know, like my mom and dad are, our mom and dad are going to get mad, whatever. She's like, they won't even know, whatever. So she does it and then her she hears her dad walking in the door and then immediately her sister like is startled like right after she huffs it. So mm-hmm. she's startled and then she drops dead. So basically what happened was that she had a heart condition they didn't know about and um, – being startled was enough to trigger a heart attack. And it said like in the book, like anyone at any age could have a heart attack, which I didn't know. So I thought that was interesting. Um, And actually I like that backstory more than like the entire point of the book, which is like, Oh, Kate is a murderer. Like I found that so much more interesting and emotionally compelling than like Kate killed this random girl in the eighties. Because it's like Kate isn't even the one that we are focused on in this book. It is Francis. And Francis yeah. has this whole backstory that is like barely explored. And then it's just like, well, that's why she felt so guilty. And that's why she's fat. It's like, no. Oh, no. Gosh. I'm not saying that they said that. But it is definitely yeah. seen as like, like flaw. Oh, gosh. Because that's the worst thing a woman could be. Anyway. Yep. So... So, Wait. So this was called. Yeah, it's called a pretty, pretty face. Her pretty, her face? pretty face by Robin Harding. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um. Overall, I think that if you ignore the flaws, it's a fun read. I read it quickly, like I said. Um. And then there's some confusing character stuff, like David. I thought was um. The same person as this other like psychologist that they had been talking to or something like that. I don't remember. But yeah, so there's some stuff that's like not written super clearly. And then there's like a lot of um, rich people stereotypes and poor people uh, stereotypes. Yes. So the fun ones. Like the poor people's house is like always messy and. Uh, the rich people's house is like sparkling clean and the Kate lady can eat whatever she wants and how does she stay so thin and she drinks all the time and you know that kind of stuff so yeah um it it definitely echoed a simple favor but I I kind of like some of those vibes Mm -hmm. I just uh wish it had more of the depth of story that a simple favor has so yeah that's that's that on that <laughs> That's that on that 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 that. Yeah, we're uh, we're reading. We read other things. Um, I have a list of twelve books that I wanted to read this year, and I definitely oh gosh, have no. not read. I think I've read like two of them on that book or on that That's list. I've read other books. So- Dude, I I don't know how you can even keep a list. That would stress me out so much just knowing that it exists. <laughs> I cool cuz it's like it's books that I've had on my bookshelf for a long time that I just want to read, but I just haven't. So I'm like, should I should I give them away cuz I that means I really don't want to read them or do I just need to sit down and read them? <laughs> so, I'm yeah. I'm really bad at buying new books and then reading those books immediately. And then letting the old ones sit. Oh, well, that's good that you read them because I don't. Because yeah. I re- <laughs> just keep buying more books. Because I don't. <laughs> there was one that I bought. 
<laughs> there's one that I bought, I think, when you were here at Powell's. And it was like a my possessed best friend or something like that. And it was like set in the 80s. And like the front cover was like a yearbook style. Oh, you know what? No. I had that in Turlock, I think. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I never finished it because it got boring. And I don't have a very long you know attention what? span. Actually, though, I feel like that's good. Because if you don't actually like it, then you shouldn't be spending time on it. You know? You know, I'm trying to convince myself that that's true. I so, know. It's hard because I'm we're, on it. We're, we're both the same. We're like, yeah, we finish things because we're finishers. But, like, <laughs> it's if you don't like the book, it's a waste of time to read it. You'll be unhappy when you finish. Yeah. My time is valuable. Exactly. Yeah, I have so, started doing that TV shows too, like TV shows and movies. Like, I don't know why I started watching it, but I started watching Rim of the World the other day. It's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. so bad. So Did bad. I tell you it was horrible? I told like everyone I knew how bad it was. <laughs> I started watching it. I think it was because it got recommended because of uh, Stranger Things. And because I've watched Stranger it's Things so, so many times, not anything like that. It's so terrible, <laughs> <sighs> so bad. And yeah, then they just throw in the pop culture references, like that's gonna save it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't enjoy. Felt like a student film. Y- yeah, you know those stupid. You know those stupid short films they show before Regal movies that are like, oh my gosh, they're all terrible. Out. Stole my popcorn and now I'm drinking my Coca Cola. Label out. All yeah. terrible. <laughs> it and like, it's like it was like that. <laughs> my favorite is my. I go to the movies with my friend Kyle a lot, and so we'll like be watching it, and they're like, "We hope you enjoy," and we always are like, "We don't." <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do the same thing. Like, I hate it, and I hate you. Yeah, it was not. Uh, it's not good. It's not good. But yeah, so no. that's a goal. I feel anyway. like everybody should get to. Don't waste time on things. Just be you don't okay like. with not finishing things you hate. Yeah, like college. Right. No, I'm kidding. Finish college. <laughs> Finish college if it's the right choice for you. Yeah, but like also, you already spent thousands yeah, of dollars, so you might as well money. go through with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was yeah, that was it. That was our, that. That's what we're that's reading on that so far. Uh, I, I hope was also you... thinking like, yeah, no, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna start closing, but what did you want to say? Oh, I was just gonna say that I was thinking we could do like a favorite things segment, like the things that have been pleasing us that's weird no i'm not gonna say that <laughs> i get you yeah the things, things that have been yeah. bringing us joy yes yes very condo sparking joy yeah um exactly i feel like um make me like making plans with people to spend time with them as is good for me because i just like i have a plan and i'm like i just have to get to this day because this day I'm going to do this with my friend or this day I'm going to go to this concert. So I think it's important for me, the way that I like think to have things to look forward to. So like 
mm-hmm. at the end of this month, I'm going to an AJR concert in San Francisco, and I'm really pumped. What is AJR? It is a band they sang. Oh, gosh. What are they saying? The song, the I'm Weak song, and the I'm Ready song, and uh, they're like, it's kind of like pop, but like alternative also. Do they have another name? Their album that just came out is called the ne- or Welcome to the Neo Theater, I think. But like, what's their name? What is AJR? Oh, it's their initials together. It's three brothers. I think I've heard Week before. They have, yeah, they're like on the radio somewhere. Yeah, they're good. I like them a lot. Their first album. I know, like, all the words to all the songs. They're the ones that sang the song about Netflix in The Office. Okay. I don't... Have you played that for me? I don't know, but you should look up Netflix trip. (laughs) Is that why you're saying it? Like, I should know. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. Look up Netflix trip. It's good. Okay. Okay. A call Um, to action. That's cool. It's good to have things to look forward to, especially when you're a forward-looking person like yourself. Yeah. I think I'm also a pretty forward-looking person. Don't and look um, Yeah, I need to have something else going on for sure. I need to figure something else out to plug into my life to make it more full. So that's what I'm thinking about fostering kittens. I think that would be fun be so much fun and I uh, mm, it'd be great <laughs> perfect perfection yeah Ooh, another thing that makes me happy last thing um, I love YouTube uh, videos there's like a bunch of people me too. that I just really like I'm like wait for their updates and Bon Appetit mm-hmm. is one of those I love Bon Appetit videos they're great Brad is my favorite cure anybody's bad day he's just so fun i love it but yeah that that makes me happy so i think yeah so yeah enjoy this bonus episode of us just talking about stuff we like uh enjoy it or don't yeah we don't know how you live your life we don't really care we hope that you like it but whatever yeah keep it to yourself (laughs) all right all right Bye. bye thanks for listening lit and love